What's going on, nation? It's Friday. I'm in a good mood. Yeah, what's there not to be in a good mood about? I was out last night celebrating Dad's 80th birthday. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday, Dad. What's going on? Went to the old spaghetti factory. Man, that place has been around forever. Like 100 years. I'm going to show you guys something. Pretty proud of this. I'm going to show you guys what... This is what 80 looks like. There we go. Let's check it out. No, that's that's mom. There's 80. There's my future. And there's 76. There's mom. There we go. There we go. Happy birthday, dad. Oh, they, they wore matching outfits yesterday. I guess they clearly were like, hey, Brian, what are you wearing today? Oh, I'm wearing the red shirt. Gladys, what are you wearing? Well, I'm going to wear the red shirt. So they timed it out so that they can wear the same thing. It's brilliant. Just a brilliant uh, gesture for Gladys to wear the red shirt for Brian's, for Brian's 80th. So happy birthday, mom and dad. <laughs> happy birthday, dad. My future. I got a few years left to go. Hey, that's why I'm working. Money doesn't last forever. The benchmark has been set high here. 80, maybe 90, maybe 100. Christ, I'm 51, going to be 52. So I got a few years. I got to put some work in. <laughs> hey, so we put a call to action out. Boom, boom. We put a call to action out to Bapple Nation business athlete nation to say hey doors are open doors are open to the lab why don't you come join us here today come join roundtable conversation come see what's shaking so i suspect we're going to have some people pop in that's the ambition anyways if not then people really don't like me <laughs> hey so did you get your work in today what'd you get done today friday did you get a walk in you know, did you get your, uh, did you get your lift in? Did you get your agility in? Your mobility in? I always talk to a former athlete friend of mine who says to me, says, you know, Keith, as long as you can crawl when you're 80, 70, 90, like that should be a life goal. Think about that, right? Think about that goal, right? There's a tip. Hey, golden nugget tips from the lab crawl can you crawl I'm, I'm serious those are those are that, that's golden nugget stuff we're putting here in the lab for you guys so this is dropping in your inbox inside.apple.ai saturday morning maybe friday evening but it's dropping in your inbox you're listening to this right now you popped it in you're thinking all right we got the happy birthday congratulations over to keith's dad happy birthday brian now he's telling me i gotta go walk i'm sorry now he's telling me i gotta go crawl crawl yeah, get on the two arms, two legs, and go and get on the floor and crawl. So if you're 30, 40, 50, can you crawl? Hey, don't fucking make fun of me. I'm serious. Because when you're 80, you want to crawl. When you're 90, you want to crawl. That's the idea of the business athlete performance lab. Performance meaning longevity, you know, meaning the process through life. That's performance. That's taking my mom tobogganing. In Alberta, and she's 75, so she can scream on down the mountain. So, gentlemen out there, look at your mom and say, hey, look at your dad and say, hey, let's go tobogganing. But can you crawl first? That's the question you have to ask them. <laughs> can you crawl first? I got my right. I got so I got my stuff in today. Got a big ride in. Let's see, what did I do today? I can tell you guys what I did today cumulatively. I did good old um, 
well, you know, got on the old Peloton today, did 37, 37 kilometers on the bike today. Just a, a mediocre light ride is what it was, just to get the heart rate up, get the endorphins going a little bit, get the brain moving a little bit, get my thoughts moving a little bit, and then uh, did some core work. So there you go. Check the box. Boom, boom. I'm going to, uh, for Nation, uh, for, for Bapple Nation, I'm going to start uh, putting together some programming that I do that I can share with you guys for free, right? Because I'm thinking that if you're tuning in and you're looking for an accountability partner, you might want some ideas. And again, br- bring your own stuff. You know, bring your intermittent fasting. Bring your counting the macros. Bring your carb diet. Bring your protein diet. Bring whatever you need. Know that we can just help you get to that next step, right? Because we show up every day. And you know that when you tune here in the lab. So what's going on today? Friday, we're heading into we're heading into New Year's weekend. Wow. So around the corner, just around the corner. Coming up next week, Monday. It's gonna be a brand new year. I used to like saying that when I was a little kid to my kids. Hey, see you next year. Even though you're going away for a few hours and you come back the next day and it's the new year. It's always a fun play on words. Had a good chat last night with good friend, fellow business athlete, fellow member of the business athlete performance lab, AJ Zeglin. AJ says to me, I'm talking to him about the lab. He's asking me how it's going. And I'm like, damn, you know, we're, we're going good, man. We're working, we're working, working shit out fine-tuning the messaging, fine-tuning who the audience is. The best metaphor I would give you is if we're going fishing and when we came out to the water with our boat, we cast a wide net with the business athlete performance lab. We cast a wide net. These concepts, right? Melding business, melding athletics, performance, longevity. We know it's all there essentially my lifestyle, the lifestyle that, that, that's worked for me. So we cast the wide net. And then as time has gone by, we've narrowed the net. So the fishing analogy would be is that we went to the ocean and we just start fishing. And you know what? We weren't catching anything. So we're like, all right, let's start narrowing down what we want to go catch. Do you want to go catch tuna? You want to go catch swordfish? You want to go catch shark? I caught blue shark before. Yeah. Went out to the east coast of Canada to Halifax, went and dialed in some blue shark. Good times. So we're fishing for, for fishing for an audience, as I said. And right now, we're narrowing the net. It's clear the audience is business leaders like you guys. It's clear the audience is athletes like you guys. What's not clear to us is the trigger points, for being frank. We're getting some of the trigger points along the way. We are. People are knocking on the door saying, yeah, this is resonating with me. Yeah, that message resonated with me. Or, nah, that's not working. Not, not, not biting the hook on that one. The bait's not working. It's not working. So I sit down with AJ last night, and AJ says to me, he's like, you know, you're not failing. I was like, no, I don't, I don't think I'm failing. Sometimes I feel like I'm struggling. Just being frank. I wouldn't be authentic and honest if I was sitting here thinking that, Every single day is covered in rainbows and rose-colored glasses and chocolate-covered Ritz crackers. What? 
who says, but Keith, you're not failing. He's like, you have irrefutable proof that you're not failing. You're talking about the fact that you're an accountability specialist and you always show up. He says, show me where failure is part of that sentence. He says, because you do your show every day, right? And I'm like, yeah, I show up every single day, even when I don't have guests. We, 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 we give our audience something to think about. That's the value. Melissa says to me, Keith, make sure you're giving your audience value. I'm like, all right. And I believe that some of the questions I throw on the table for you, some of the thoughts I throw out there for you to consider are all value because they're thoughts that go through my head. So AJ says, but Keith, your failures, that's absurd to me. He says, you show up every single day. I says, yeah, I do. He says, anybody else? I says, well, I look out there at other guys like I'm doing similar things, maybe brand builders, coaches, accountability specialists. He says, who else is out there showing up every day? I said, I don't know. I, I don't see anybody showing up every single day. I see stuff in their feeds. But that's scheduled. It's like recording. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I, I see stuff popping up in the feeds from people. But are they really there? Are they really there? If you reached out to them? I know the answer to that. <laughs> so do you. And in an AI world, wrapping its arms around us, there's going to be less and less of what you think is behind the door. But if you come over to the lab, I can assure you, the human being is behind the door. So AJ's like, you know, you're not failing, man. You're showing up every single day. And he says, what's this? Uh, I hear you got a 195-week streak going on the Peloton platform. I'm like, yeah. It's like 195 weeks. I says, yeah, about that. So just pull it up my phone here. And he's like, well, that's pretty solid proof that you show up every day. Nobody can ever deny the fact that if you want to lead them or if you want somebody to, uh, oh, sorry, I lied. It's, it's only 194 week streak. Apparently, the world wants social proof. So he's like, no failure going on, man. None whatsoever. He's showing up. So he's right. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to deny that. Hard to deny it. Hey, so what did you think of the post that popped into your inbox this morning? I should say, yeah, this morning, if you're listening live, yesterday morning, if you're catching this on record. I talked about this idea of not finishing what I started. It's a bad habit. I'd invite your comments. Hey, Dinger, I know you're liking the content. I appreciate the content comments you're, you're making, the thumbs up you're making. But do you guys relate to that? Do you relate to this idea of not finishing what you started? Is it something that you wish you were better at? I do work at it every day. <laughs> some, 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 some days are easier than others. Just checking in here into the, uh, the old internets to see where some of the folks who said they were joining, where they are. And um, I'm just gonna check that here quickly. 
But as I was saying, you'll, you'll, you'll see us continuing to tweak our messaging as we dial in where we're fishing. So I'm going to go here, filling up some air right now, filling up, what's it called, dead air? I read a, I read a podcast post yesterday, and it was like, hey, how to fill up dead air? I'm like, yeah, but if you're doing, if you're recording your podcast, like filling dead air, you're just going to stop the record. I'm just going to re-record. Practice the skill of getting in front of a camera when you know people are watching. Keep the conversation going. Keep it alive. Now, I know something I want to share with you guys today. Somebody I was hoping was going to show up, but is unfortunately not going to show up here today, Joseph Santana. Joseph's DEI expert. And uh, I wanted to ask Joseph today where his head was at with all the... all the discussion around DEI going into 2024. And before you tune out, tune your thought process out, tune, you know, before you tune your head out, you're thinking, what's he talking about, DEI? You know, diversity, equity, inclusion. We know how the world shifted so rapidly over the last few years on, oh, we got to be DEI compliant. Everybody jumped onto the DEI bus. I know even back when I was in the old corporate chair, we talked about DEI all the time. And I got to be honest, in my head, I always struggled with it because it seemed fake to me. It seemed phony. It seemed like the corporate checkbox. We know what those are. We absolutely know what those are. So when I hear now that companies are re-dialing in, re-looking at their DEI efforts, not surprised. Not surprised at all. They shifted so far to one way, which was, oh, we got to make sure we're diverse. We have equity. We have inclusion. And they woke up one day excluding half the company. I love when movements, I love when movements come across society. Love it. Oh, we all got to do this. We all got to jump on the train and we all got to go left. Oh, we all got to do this. Sometimes too woke, sometimes not woke enough. Woke, 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 woke. So they're dialing back the DEI efforts. And one of the one of the DEI philosophies I have always personally struggled with, and I've had this conversation out loud before, is how remote work is not part of the DEI conversation, which is bizarre to me. You want to have equity and inclusion? Figure out how to run your company remotely. Don't be lazy about it. Too many leaders of organizations are lazy about how they run their remote company. They expect all their employees that they've hired over the years in a certain environment to work a certain way in a different environment. Then they expect people just to confine to the norms of what we always have done, which is let's just all go to the office. Let's just all go to the office and work. I think it's lazy. I think it's lazy for CEOs, lazy for talent officers, lazy for big organizations to be neglectful of 
those people that are delivering results remotely. I was having a conversation a couple days ago about the Overton effect. You guys remember, I think I brought this up a couple weeks back about the Overton effect. You know, the, the idea of society changing beliefs over time, right? Where we move the needle of acceptance from what it was socially acceptable to what it now is not socially acceptable. Fascinating to me. And many are suggesting that that's exactly what's happening with X, with Elon's platform. So you're tuning in, you're for a walk right now thinking, hmm, interesting thought process. It is. Look around you. Look at society around you. Look at the way society consumes news. Look at the way that the world is governing. Look at what is acceptable to be said and what's acceptable not to be said. Things are changing. Hey, it happened 15 years ago or so when Facebook introduced the newsfeed and, and introduced the idea of sharing everything. Let's just share, 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 share our life, share what you're drinking, share what you're eating. Let's just share the world. That was how Facebook came to life. And then over time, people are like, well, I don't know if I want to share everything. Mm, not too excited to get everything. So what you're seeing now is a shift to private networks, smaller networks, micro networks, people who only want to share content with their friends, their family, their own community, their own tribe. That's where you're seeing humans shift their their attention to. Speaking of attention, man, it's hard not to look around you again. And when people talk about the attention economy, fuck man, it's true, eh? It's true. Every no wonder we are so distracted. There's something always in front of our eyes. Makes me wonder sometimes whether the pause that I'm giving you and the way that I speak is just too long. But I don't think so because I think, I believe as we continue to get inundated with instant lowbrow content, that people are gonna be looking for intimate human connections. Connections that make them feel. And that's what we are attempting to build and continuing to build here in the lab. A brand that makes you feel, a brand that makes you feel connected, a brand that shows you that it shows up all the sing you know, every single day, all the time, without fail. That's the continued ambition here, live in the lab. Pulling up some additional, ah, here's something to talk about. If Franco was on the line right now. If Anthony was on, I would bring him in and talk about what's happening in the Times. So the New York Times is suing OpenAI 
for copyright infringement. And I had this conversation with Lauren last night. It, it seemed inevitable that we were going to have a time in society that um, the big publishing houses, the New York Times and so forth, the big content companies on the planet would sue this, ne this next generation of technology, I guess, is the best way to put it. Because why would you not? Throwing the question out there rhetorically, why would you not? Admittedly, it's, it is new. There's no precedent. So somebody has to create the precedent. Somebody has to not necessarily break the law, but work to enable a law, essentially, when you think about it. That fascinates me. That's like when I refer to the moment behind the moment is in a situation like this, where we are learning to figure out, okay, new technology developed, old rules, new technology, old rules don't work together. One has overstepped the other. How do we fix that? Is the question that's being asked. How do we fix that? I would expect, I would expect no different than when Uber was running the show, starting out they were very much about we know we're going to have to have a war chest of dollars and dollars and dollars and dollars and dollars so that we can fight off everybody who's going to sue us as we enter every market they knew that what they were doing didn't have precedent so they, you know they accumulated a war chest of money to set precedent create law and I would suggest it's the same thing happening here with OpenAI and publishers, which is we need to create law. We need to create precedent. So to do that, somebody has to either A, break the law, or B, push it far enough where we're going to create law. So that's, that's really fascinating to me because it's happening in front of our eyes. I guess no different back when Google launched, whatever that would have been, 25 some odd years ago, and the conversation was around copyright and them stealing knowledge, et cetera, et cetera. So along the way, you create precedent, you create law, and Bob's your uncle, as, as we say here in the lab. And it'll be interesting to see what happens 12 months from now with the way that you know AI and and I would think that what's going to happen with Apple, Apple's going to come to market with their GPTs on the phone, not in the cloud. They're going to sell the privacy aspect of it. And then they're going to sell the aspect of safe, agreed upon data that their GPTs have been trained on. I'm sure they're going to come to market and say, hey, we're all good. We're all altruistic. What's the word? Altruistic. We've agreed with all the, the share, all the principles of our content that it's good, clean content. And I imagine the idea of clean content will be how they position themselves in the market when it comes to privacy, when it comes to safety, when it comes to hallucinations. That is what I suspect Apple will bring to the market when they bring their AI products out later this year. Now, 
admittedly as well, you know, Apple's big emphasis this year is coming up is going to be on the Vision Pro headset. And I think it gives them time to step back, continue to iterate on iPhone uh, while they roll Vision Pro out as their next computing platform comes out. And I'll tell you, any doubters out there about AR, VR headsets, you're wrong. You're wrong. You have to look no further to history to see. You have to look no further to history to see the future. And you have to look no further than to your kids to see the future. Because your kids are sitting there on their phones, on their devices. You know, it, you know, either is a small group with friends, but they're all on their own screen. And if you look that this year was the first year that linear television in the United States, meaning our parents, our grandparents, those that are watching old school television, less and less people for the first time ever are on linear television compared to streaming and other ways of consuming content. Things are changing. So I share that with you because you'll see over time, I guarantee you'll see over time, a difference in the way homes are designed. Because this idea of sitting around a communal TV, it's changing. It's not going to be the case in the future. And I know that those of us right now that don't want to think 10, 15 years into the future, because that seems like a far ways out, that is where technology will take us with how we consume content. Very individual, very immersive, yet collaborative and social with our friends. It's exciting to me. But I think Apple will come to the market with this idea of safe content that you can rely on, not going to hallucinate, and uh, off you go, essentially, is what they're probably going to promote when they come to the world. What else is in the news here today we can bring up to the table for conversation? Oh, I had something here for you guys that I wanted to share. Let's see here. Where is it saved? Yeah, there we go. So I got something else for you guys. I found an app. Gentler Streak. If you're, if you're all about streaks, you might want to try this app out. It connects to your Apple Fitness. I'll make a post on it. If you're into streaks, tracks all your stuff, keeps your streaks alive. Streaks are great for accountability. Great for accountability. Listen, if, you, if you're tuning in, you want to be held accountable. Dial in inside.bapple.ai. Subscribe. Subscribe to, the, to, to uh, Inside the Bapple Inside Newsletter and uh, get content delivered daily, accountability content, uh, content that moves you through your day, content that keeps you going forward, and a relationship with us here in the lab. Check in in the morning, 6 a.m. We're there. We're not writing you a book, as I've said before. We're giving you a show as a service. I am looking for something else on my device in front of me here that I'm having troubles finding so that I could share it with you. So I'm going to go and look over here instead. Considering doing a live New Year show, maybe. Maybe do like an Anderson Cooper 
Andy Cohen thing, even though I'm not Andy or Andy. Uh, but I, I always found great joy in in those shows that those guys did, which was um, and still do, you know, bringing bringing drinks to the air, tossing them back. Good times. There we go. So one of the one of the topics we like to discuss here in the lab is. Fitness, wellness, keeping yourself in the right direction. Keep yourself going in the right direction. And here's three ways to measure. Here's three ways to measure how fit you are without focusing on weight. We always focus on weight, whether you're X pounds, Y pounds, Z pounds. And the idea is to shift that focus from weight, the number of the weight. The numbers are relevant. Who cares? To other things to care about, which is, you know, heart health, HRV. You know, looking at different measurements, your resting heart rate, right? Accelerated heart rate, right? Uh, looking at your exercise goals, measuring against exercise goals. Uh, your activities of daily living, what you're doing daily. There's other numbers you can look at on your watch, within your phone, that will help you measure your wellness, your fitness, instead of focusing too much on what your weight is. The weight will be the weight. It's going to get there. Focusing too much on that, I think it's going to send you in the wrong direction. And truthfully, I've been one of those guys. So I throw that out there again as a relatable topic. That's, uh, you know, as we enter the new year, topics like weight, topics like losing weight, topics like chasing goals. They're real. They're real for all of us. And we're helping, we're trying to help folks pull, pull that all together. Let's see what else we got here in the lab to talk about here today. Do, 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 do. Just checking up on, man, I, mean, I don't know where you're tuning in from, but I got to tell you. The weather. It's warm. Man, I don't know where you are in Canada or the United States tuning in, but dude, it is uh, magnificently mellow. Christmas, New Year's this year. And this guy, not complaining. Not complaining at all. Looking forward to a continued winter. Like, hey, I'm in Winnipeg. Winnipeg gets cold. We're talking minus 3,000 degrees here in the wintertime. Minus 35, minus 40 easily. So to sit back here, minus three, minus two, uh, certainly very, very enjoyable. Hello to the new people tuning in here. It's Shaken. Welcome to Live in the Lab. If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter yet, I encourage you to drop in inside.bapple.ai so you can get content delivered to your inbox on a regular basis, motivational, inspiring, accountable content. Last night I was talking with somebody who wants to build their personal brand, the Bapple way, the business athlete performance lab way. So we're going to help them out. 
it's one of the one of the offerings we do because if you're building your personal brand you want to talk about personal accountability well you know building your brand that's an ongoing thing you don't just show up once a week hey i'm showing up once a week to build my brand all right good luck with that imagine nike just once a week they show up to dial in what they're going to say and then go away for the week hey perform better just do it once a week no so <laughs> i share it with you because we, we we pride ourselves in always showing up so we're going to teach those that want to build that personal brand the bapple way how to do it our way i've done it before so if you're saying to yourself well, what kind of proof do you have keith building a brand go look at what i built in the past it still exists legacy content legacy business did a lot of things right over there so we're gonna do it again so if you're an athlete business leader thinking yeah you know what i like what these guys in the lab are doing i like what these guys in the business athlete performance lab are really doing i believe in how they position themselves i believe in the work ethic that they bring to the table hey come join up come sign up come do some work with us maybe maybe you're sitting back and you're saying to yourself I want to build my brand. I want to build my business, but I don't know where to start. Maybe you're thinking to yourself right now that, yeah, you know, going into the new year, thinking about doing some things differently. I'm thinking about doing some things differently, maybe next year in 2025. Maybe you're one of those people that really thinks far out two years, three years. Well, I can tell you some things happening in tech in the world that you might want to consider if you can think this way. Think of personal branding and think of your future as a garden. Think about planting your seeds today so that those seeds can nurture for payoff down the road. So we sat back with a fellow last night, an athlete, truthfully. He's like, hey, Keith. I'm like, yeah. Yes, Mr. Athlete. He's like, hey, I think I'm going to be uh, hanging them up in a few years. I'm like, yeah, that happens. He's like, and I'm working on the next stage of my career. I'm like, all right. He's like, but I really want to build a database of customers that I could communicate with along the way and then communicate to when I'm done my career. I'm like, boom, that's exactly it. You heard our conversation with Andrew Petcash earlier this week from Profluent Sports. The number of athletes out there that are recognizing the value in their name, image, likeness, especially in a world of digital. Web two, web three technologies, right? So people are waking up going, okay, well, I wanna, I wanna be able to control my destiny one day when I'm done my athletic career. To do that, I need to build my tribe, not a rented tribe, not a tribe owned by Facebook, not a database owned by Google or X, my own tribe my own Excel spreadsheet of email addresses to really simplify it. The power of that database, the power of a phone number or an email address. So you're looking to build a personal brand. That's what you want to build. Obviously. It's funny because I read a great post yesterday and I'm going to find it because I re it, re it relates to me and my personal brand. And I want to read it to you guys. Because I'm questioned from time to time by somebody saying to me this. They say, um, 
do 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 do. So this is what this person wrote, and I and I can't relate to this. And I'm sorry, I can relate to this. This relates to branding. I'm a social media manager, and my personal Instagram has 109 followers. When y'all see someone in social, I had a career in social. My whole life was social. I was around building a social media company before social was called social. No, I'm not that old. When y'all see someone in social with nothing to show on their personal accounts, don't assume. Don't assume. You know what to say about assuming? Make an asset of you and me. Don't assume it's a reflection on their abilities. I started a social media company. I ran a social media company. My life was built on the back of a social media company. I've seen enough vitriol, spite, hate, anger, garbage, crap, influence, FOMO. I've seen enough of it to stick my finger up in the air at it and say, I don't want nothing to do with it. And I did that seven years ago because my main gig was social, my side gig was social, and it was weaving its way into my life and wrecking my head. And I think wrecking what was going on around me. So as this article goes, when I'm not doing either of these, the only thing social media thing that I want to do is posting stories with crazy filters because it makes my kids laugh. In other words, the last thing I want to be doing was posting social media content. So the choice to not build an audience isn't the same as an inability to build an audience. Very, very, very strong differences. I chose to step away from social. I chose not to build an audience, which is what I'm doing now because I recognize the power of the audience. And we're seeing that shift from influencer-led audiences driven by advertisers. I've always said advertisers equal influence. Influence equals that. Mm-hmm. Advertisers equal influence. Influence equals advertisers. They, you know, one comes to the same. Advertisers want people that have influence. People that have influence want advertisers to pay them. Conflict in that relationship, though, because if you don't believe in something, whole level of contradiction happening there, right? Hence, there has been a shift towards platforms like Substack, platforms like... I don't know why this freezes every now and then. There we go. That's why there's been a shift to platforms like Substack and Patreon and OnlyFans. The direct relationship with your audience. And that's what we are doing here in the lab. Building that one-to-one relationship. Sure, it's great to have 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. But I don't know any of them. Ah, maybe I know a few of them. What's shaking Tom? What's shaking Miriam? So I do know some. But to have an intimate relationship with your audience, with an email address, to communicate intimately, leave content in their inbox, engage with them, that's powerful. That is the future of 
marketing and relationships. Again, look at history for the future. Have to look no further back than what happened yesterday and how people are adapting accordingly. So there's my thoughts on newsletter lists and personal branding. So you, you'll, you'll continue to see us speaking of that. If I go back to the beginning of the show, talking about fishing in the right waters for the right pickerel with the right bait. There seems to be something resonating with that bait, with that fish. That whole, hmm, I like what Babel's doing. Hmm, I like their stance on accountability. Hmm, I'm an elite athlete. Hmm, I'm a business leader. Hmm, I'm somebody who wants to be a business athlete. Hmm, how do I do that? We'll show you. We'll give you the tools. If you want to be accountable to the next part of your life, I got ideas for you. Show you how to run a marathon. My partner, Lauren, she'll show you how to run a marathon. She'll run it with you. Come sign up in the lab. Join her accountability group. We'll get Lauren started with one. She's starting January 8th. The kid kicks ass. She shows up every single day. So if you don't want to show up with me, show up with Lauren. Because she's going to be there every single day. But we got those tools. Want to build your personal brand as a daily thing. You want to go run a marathon? It's a daily thing. You want to go trek a mountain? It's a daily thing. You want to go compete in a bodybuilding contest? It's a daily thing. You want to do a newsletter or a podcast? It's a daily thing. You get the gist. What it's going to require from you, audience, is the ability to consistently show up. And if you can do that, you're golden. I'll, I'll do the rest. Just show up. We'll help you do the rest. We make recommendations. We make suggestions. You make decisions. Loophole, loophole alert. It's right at my fingertips here, right? Just pulling off the old peanut butter. I didn't tell you guys when I had this a couple of days ago when I crushed that uh, half pounder, I threw a bunch of whipped cream on top. So that's my problem with peanut butter, right? Is that it just it can't have the peanut butter and the chocolate. Got to do more with it. I took the old whipped cream jar and, you know, the old can and spray it on there. And, you know, when I say Bob's your uncle, good to go. Okay, so I'm going to wrap her up today. I think we're moving in the direction of saying goodbye. I was thinking that we had one of our past guests showing up. And I got to think, got to think got called into an obligation because truthfully he's been pretty reliable in the past he's always showed up so i've been dragging this conversation out a little longer than i perhaps normally would and i thank you for sticking around those that are still here speaking to you i'm thinking that so we're gonna come back tomorrow i don't know how we stop now coming back tomorrow come back sunday back monday next week uh, we're going to be back to launching guest content. we got some great guest content in the can, ready to launch. Broadcaster Greg Mackling from Winnipeg. Great story. The guy does a the guy does a radio idol. Like a Canadian idol, American idol type show. He does a, he does a show called Radio Idol here in Winnipeg. Um, 600 years ago. It's shaking, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I think he did it about 600 years ago where he... Uh, Wanted to get on the big talk show. 
one well, the big radio the big 50,000 blowtorch here in Winnipeg Manitoba and to do that he did this uh did this radio idol show and got on so we got Greg Mackling sat down with Greg in the in the, in the lab here last week week before shot some great content Dr. Michael Hutchinson great content coming from Dr. Michael interesting fellow he invented Dr. Michael Hutchinson invented a mouth guard that not only makes you stronger, but also prevents concussions. Um, let me rewind that. See? Accountable to words, live. Reduces the likelihood of concussions or reduces the impact of concussions. I don't know if it's accurate for me to say that it prevents them. That would be inac- That would be not accurate for me to say that. So let's rewind that and say this again live. Let's correct our words on the air, holding ourselves accountable to what we are saying. Michael Hutchinson, Dr. Michael Hutchinson, one of the greatest dentists in the US, Dangerous, has created a mouth guard that reduces the likelihood of concussions and improves strength. Great interview, great show with Michael. Uh, I'm putting that out here, coming up soon as well. Uh, Craig Cook, Craig joined our show last week. Um, Craig ran an agency for 7,000 years down in uh, Orange County. Now he is a Kung Fu fighter. Kung Fu business, business Kung Fu. He's got a great book around around uh, Kai Chi, I believe it's called Kai Chi. Um, yeah, or Kung Chai. I don't, I'm not, not going to pretend to keep saying it here. Greg Cook coming up as well. Uh, Greg Walls. Or Greg Walls. Greg Walls, uh, former NFL uh, athletes who didn't make it all the way and and uh, now runs a very successful performance institute in Texas. So we've got some content coming from Greg Walls. We'll, we'll drop that next week as well. Um, I, we're playing with the cadence of how I'm dropping content, but dropping content every single day for you guys with, 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 with different guests all the time. Maybe going to change it up a little bit, maybe dial back and, and do more drops of content over a couple of days so we really can get to know the guests, get to know who's inspiring the message. So that's where we're going to, you know, so you're going to see some tweaks to how the content is coming out. That's what's great about doing a live show, a daily live show, is you're getting daily live feedback. Right? You don't got to wait for a week or a month or six weeks to, to make changes. You look at the data live in real time, you tweak along the way. Right, so, so watch for all that stuff showing up in your inbox, you guys. A um, lot of great stuff, and then of course we got a bunch of guests coming up live in the lab in the next couple of weeks, um, showing up here that we're happy and eager to share with all of you. So I think we're gonna drop out here, even though we got a few people in the lab right now chatting, checking in. Good choice of music today. I think so too. One of the things too we've been playing with is the graphics. Need to make some changes to the graphics. So I think you're going to see some graphical changes coming up here within Live in the Lab as well. So we're going to get out of here. We're going to come back to you guys tomorrow. You know where we'll be. Live in the Lab, noon central time, minus six GMT. And um, hey, 
somebody comes knock on the door later today, you might see us pop back into the lab live, create some more content. It's Christmas time. Bring your coffee. You want to come chat with me? Come knock on my door. We'll bring it to the table. We'll uh, go around the table and have some dialogue. So there we go. It's Friday. I've done the whole week all by myself. How about that, eh? Talk about skill building. Again, nobody can ever say to me, can you do a live talk show? Yeah, I can do it by myself. Hey, I'm Keith Billis. I'm your host. I'm live in the lab. You know where to find me. Monday to Monday. Noon Central, minus six GMT. And then we drop the content in your inbox. Inside.bapple.ai. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Back here again, revisiting some new topics of discussion. And hey, if you're tuning in, just jumping in now, and you're thinking, hey, I want to be on the show. Oh, hey, come send me a message. Come jump in and say hi. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm getting out of here.